I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach, and today with us for a second time we have Malika Parekh. And in the last episode, in case you missed it, we spoke about her business and how she brought Physique Fifty Seven to India, and how she's been working in the world of empowering women in fitness and getting them in the right mindset for it, etc. And as you know, on our Thursday episodes, we specialize in something very different. We talk about rock bottoms. and we talk about celebrating rock bottoms because i believe that rock bottoms are times of tremendous growth you know this is a time when we get an opportunity to try everything possible do new things break out of it because all of us go through rock bottoms every single guest that i've had on the podcast says of course we've had rock bottoms who doesn't have rock bottoms and instead of you know shying away from them if we can celebrate them and realize that this is a time for growth it's a fantastic opportunity for us all so today we're going to be talking about rock bottoms and i'm very excited to be doing this malika thank you so much for agreeing to do this with us thank you so much thanks for having me again ashwin so malika you know when i say the word rock bottom like what is the thought that comes to your mind first what is a rock bottom according to you so a rock bottom is really a period when you feel that you are at an all-time low of course where it's difficult to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. I think uh you wonder if that period is actually your destiny for life if you'll ever recover emotionally, physically, depending on whatever your rock bottom is, whether you'll ever feel happiness again, whether you'll ever ever feel, you know, ecstasy, joy again. So it's unfortunate that we all have to go through it because it's so low uh but i think that's rock bottom just feels you know how am i going to get out of here how am i going to get out of this phase can i so one way of expressing it is that we feel stuck in it right like how can we don't have many answers just a lot of questions i love that you're the first person who said that because we just like why 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 without knowing why or without having any answers to it right what are some of the you know like how do you suggest people get out of this whole questioning thing because i know it's such a human tendency to get into it i think you know clichés are clichés for a reason and mm. uh, the one most common thing you'll hear when you're recovering or trying to get out of a, a rock bottom when you actually do end up reaching out for help whether it's professional help or just through friends and family and loved ones is one step at a time and it's so so cliche it's you know everyone says it but there's no other way to climb out of that hole mm. um other than one day at a time one small step at a time if you rush it if you push you know emotional recovery physical recovery you will find that you will re-injure yourself in every way possible and so uh the only way to do it is to be patient with yourself mm-hmm. and be patient with those around you as much as you can be mm-hmm. and and just try to put one step in front of the other and and focus on one small change one small step of recovery at a time so well said because very often we feel that because we are in a state that is so dramatic that we need to do something dramatic in order to get out of it and very often that is not necessarily the right way of doing things because we don't know what to expect or we don't know what will happen as an outcome or sometimes we just can't get ourselves to do that dramatic thing 
as a result, like what you said, making those small steps is so important because those are the things that compound over time to create it, right? And, um, and, and when you were going through your rock bottom and coming out of it, what were the aspects that helped you dramatically coming out of your rock bottom? So if I could think about, and you know, you, you said something just now about um, doing something dramatic to get out of a rock bottom. And I just want to address that if I could mm-hmm. for a minute. Um, doing something dramatic requires a lot of strength. When you're in your rock bottom, you don't have any strength. <laughs> so uh, that is not the time to try and do dramatic things. That is mm-hmm. really the time to focus on small, everyday, mundane, routine habits, tasks, you know, things that you can just uh, do without much thought and without much effort. Very well said. That's, that's just something that I would encourage people going through rock bottoms to mm-hmm. think about and to try and focus on. Uh, my rock bottom is actually, you know, people go through all types of things and uh, I'm sure my experience is not unique. Um, but I went through a personal experience. Many people have probably experienced. Hmm. Um, I faced my rock bottom when I realized that I was in a failed marriage before Mm -hmm. my current marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, it was now many years ago. Uh, and so it was, it was a relationship that took a lot more work than it should have even before the marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, it took a lot of, you know, external forces, professional help to get through even to the marriage itself. And then a very quick realization after marriage, the next step, at least for me and for the two of us would have been to build the family Mm -hmm. when I realized that it was the wrong situation for me. And when you realize that you've now, you know, marriage is kind of the ultimate bow, right? Or cherry on top of the cake. And or bow, you know, tying the bow on the gift, and uh, and then you think your journey's kind of over, and you're now focused on building a family. And so, my rock bottom was not just coming to the realization, but going through the process of a divorce. Mm-hmm. I would say because a lot of people end relationships, and you know, the word divorce, the practice of divorce, it's become so much more common nowadays that I think it's it's much more widely accepted. Okay. But what people don't necessarily know, unless you've been through it, is that no matter how accepted and so socially accepted or socially practiced it is, it's a miserable process. Mm. The actual process of a legal divorce is very difficult because it's impersonal. It's reducing a relationship filled with all kinds of emotion to words and to paper. And uh, and so that was sort of my rock bottom was was realizing that that had to happen. Mm. And then the actual process of putting pen to paper and bringing that relationship to a legally binding close Mm. was a very difficult time for me. So Monica, you went through this and you realized that now, you know, the legal separation has taken place. You need to now get out of this rock bottom moment. So how did you break it down? How did you take those steps towards it? Was there something that you know, helped you dramatically come out of it? Yeah, absolutely. I already moved to India at the time and I had to go back to the United States to deal deal with the final formalities. Mm. And it was a period of a couple of weeks where I, you know, we had to sort of tie the bow on that, so to speak, and tie up all of our loose ends, cross the T's, dot the I's and the matter, mm-hmm. which was the most difficult part because that's when it gets the most impersonal 
You know, that's when all the emotion goes away uh, and the memory of the relationship becomes extremely faint because you're just focused on these words and, and, you know, the law. Mm. And I personally never work out every day. I'm not a person who loves to work out every day. I'm not somebody, uh, my body can't necessarily handle exercising every single day. Mm -hmm. It never has been able to. I always need a rest day. For some reason, in those two weeks that I was back in New York, I made sure that I did the Physique 57 workout Mm. studio every single day. It was Mm. cold outside. It was you know, the end of winter, it was difficult to motivate, <laughs> but for, you know, on many levels, it was difficult to motivate, but for some reason, it was the one thing that I made sure I did every day in addition to eating and sleeping. Right. <laughs> and uh, it's really not in my nature, but the more I did it, the more I wanted to go back the next day and do it. When mm. I did a four day stretch and then I did a five day stretch And I could feel like I could do it again on the sixth day. And I just did without thinking. I didn't overthink it. I didn't overplan my day. I didn't, um, you know, beat myself up on the time. I just went when I could. Mm. What I found is that what kept me going back Mm. uh, was picking the same time every day. And because I just was focused on a very regular routine, and I'm not somebody who's necessarily extraordinarily structured. I'm not necessarily somebody who lives on routine because I like the flexibility. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a mother. I need the flexibility to stay mm. sane. So I'm not necessarily somebody that, uh, that responds extraordinarily well to routine. However, for those two weeks, I made sure that I was focused just on my routine. I would eat every day at the same time. I would wake up every day at the same time by chance because I was jet lagged. Yeah. <laughs> and I exercise every day at the same time. And I mm. didn't beat myself up. Mm. Uh, on the off day that I did it at a different time. But Mm. what I found was that I was more inclined to go back and do it when it was the same time every day. And the strength that I felt, again, because of the way that the method is designed and the fact Mm. that they focus so much on strength. It's not Mm. about weight loss. Mm. It's not about, uh, you know, how, how sculpted you are and how toned you are, even though you get all of that. It's about feeling good. Mm. And it's about... Uh, it's about how strong you feel and all of the encouragement that is given to you in the class by those motivators are it, are about strength and about just feeling strong, not about looking good, not about the physical aspect of health. Okay. And that empowerment that I felt every day was what got me through the most difficult time in my life because I knew that A, I was accomplishing something every day, despite the fact that I felt like a failure in this other aspect of my life, I was mm-hmm. still able to accomplish something every day. And by the end of a week, my entire body had changed. Yes. And like it or not, there is something incredibly powering in that, in yes. seeing visible results and seeing strength building physically. That helps you through any emotional turmoil um, that, that you may be going through. It just, even, even marginally, but it, it helps. Correct. So well said, you know, there are two, three things to unpack in what you just said. The first thing is the power of routine, right? The fact that you were doing things according to a schedule, especially during your rock bottom, this gives you an anchoring point. So I keep telling people that, you know, when you're going through a rock bottom, when everything is going out the window, you have no idea what's going to be there. If you follow your routine and stick to it, it gives you some sense of sanity. 
right? It gives you some sense of stability when everything around you is going for a toss. So this routine is so critical, you know, doing your exercise on time, waking up on time or whatever aspect that you want to do for them. The other thing that you spoke about was exercise. Like for me, exercise was also something that helped me get out of my rock bottom because um, for me, I was in a place where my self-esteem had gone for a complete toss and exercise helped me bring that up. I saw my body change. I saw myself getting better. People started complimenting me. All of those aspects were helping me in that. Like you said, you saw yourself getting stronger as well. So that strength manifests, right? You might be emotionally a wreck, but you feel physically strong. You do. Right? And even even though it's displacement, it's still there. It's still something that holds you through. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. No, the, the routine aspect is really important to a rock bottom, I think, especially because it's about homeostasis, right? Yes. When everything else feels like chaos, the only way to bring everything back into balance is to be extremely structured wherever you can. Uh, and so even if you're not somebody who embraces routine, such as myself, mm. during that time when the rest of your life feels like chaos and question marks, if you can focus on what you know, Yes. And focus what you have in front of you and those small things that you have in front of you to accomplish, those small tasks, mm-hmm. uh, it brings everything back into balance and, and starts the journey of recovery. Absolutely. Absolutely. Follow your routine, get into some form of physical exercise. And there's something that we didn't speak about, which is obviously about the way that exercise makes you feel afterwards in terms of you know, happy hormones and all our, uh, you know, endorphins going through the roof and all of that, because it's such an important aspect of it. When you, when you feel your heart pumping, you actually feel a little bit alive at a time when through a rock bottom, when you're technically feeling a little dead inside. So, you know, these aspects are so important. And I strongly urge everyone listening to this, that if you're passing through your own rock bottom, find something that you can do that is, physical in nature that is something that is like a fitness routine you know something that is empowering like you were talking about something that makes you feel good instead of makes you feel beat up at the end of the day and if it's something that gives you that delivers visible results that much it it helps that much more right because then you're actually seeing the success It's, it's tangible yeah those tangible results are so important they are little wins in 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 the scheme of things exactly fantastic and um Monica, you run like a fantastic fitness business here. Have you seen people also go through their rock bottoms coming out through it in terms of the way that they show up in class and you can see a dramatic difference through them in class? Obviously, we don't need names or anything, but I'm just talking about, have you seen a journey? Absolutely. So, you know, we have quite a few very powerful testimonials, I will say, Mm. Um, both in terms of people who've struggled and been through mental as well as physical rock bottoms, mm-hmm. and uh, physical rock bottoms. We've had a number of clients come to us, um, you know, just from the moment that the, the space was designed so that from the moment that you step in, you know, and feel like you're somewhere, you're somewhere safe, mm. somewhere different, and you're somewhere uh, which is designed to uh, inspire. That was our objective. So from the moment that you step in to the moment that you walk out, our entire journey from our client success team to our instructors to potentially seeing, you know, our studio director space or, or mine, 
the entire journey, the entire experience is designed to make you feel good about mm. yourself and about what you're doing and make you feel like you've made an investment in yourself and make you feel like you're, you've accomplished something. Uh, so we have had a number of clients who have been going through you know, their own personal journeys and, and rock bottoms and have said that this is the one place or the one thing uh, that has really carried them through and primarily again because of the emotional benefits and the the you know the the emotional empowerment uh, even more so than the physical benefits and physical empowerment which are of course there I mean that kind of goes without saying uh, okay. the fact that they felt the same things that I felt uh, this this rock bottom experience is what inspired me to bring physique 57 India uh, mm. 57 to India right? Because I knew that people could benefit in multiple ways, not just physically. Okay. Uh, we also have a number of really, really inspiring physical rock bottom stories. We mm-hmm. have clients who went through uh, and were tragically wounded in the 2611 attacks, mm-hmm. who said, we never thought we would be able to do any form of fitness again. Mm-hmm. But because this method is designed to meet you where you are in your fitness journey, we finally found something which allows us to exercise again and get fit again, which we never thought we would be able to do after that experience. We have people with congenital defects um, who are told told that they can't do much to exercise except for very limited things who can come to Physique 57 and do Physique 57. And then we have a number of cancer survivors, Mm -hmm. a couple of stories in particular of cancer survivors who have needed to prepare for life-altering surgery. So mm-hmm. I'm talking stem cell transplants, bone marrow transplants, um, you know, life-altering surgeries uh, to save their lives. Mm-hmm. And in preparation for those surgeries have done, you know, their doctor said, you have, you have six months or you have four months, get as fit as you can, do whatever you can to get as healthy as you've ever been. Mm-hmm. And they've come to Physique 57 to get strong. And their recovery post those life-altering surgeries, you know, their, their recovery from the bone marrow transplants and the stem cell uh, transplants have been so quick that right. doctors themselves, you know, at the best cancer institutes in the world, at Memorial Sloan Kettering, mm. have been blown away by, this, this, by the, the uh, speedy recoveries that these patients have experienced because they've been doing this exercise regimen that hasn't damaged their bones Mm. that hasn't broken them down and that has made them feel mentally and physically strong. Mm. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So mental uh, rock bottoms and physical rock bottoms and how you get out of them. And it's so interesting. Getting healthier is definitely one way of getting out of these things. Correct. Like the more you can invest in that, the better and, and well, the speedier recovery from the rock bottom as well. And that's, think, the, that's the part where, this is exactly, you know, the part where it's not about motive. The conversation is not about motivation. It's about discipline. Because when you're in rock bottom, you're not motivated to do anything but lay down in your bed, maybe watch something, maybe eat potato chips, maybe eat samosas. You know, you're not inspired, motivated to do anything except for maybe you know, things that aren't necessarily good for you. And, um, and so that's where discipline kicks in. And if you can just manage to turn on that switch, mm. okay, I've got to just get there to show up. And you find something where the trainer will take over once you're there. Mm. 
and you don't have to think about it. Mm. That's that's really the key. Just just to stick to discipline, to write down different ways in which you can manage to stay disciplined instead of stay motivated. Because motivation is almost impossible when you're in rock bottom. Correct. You can't see it. You'll be like, what's the point? What's the point? Right? And you just have to go through the motions at that stage. And, you know, you said something so important because many times people write in to me saying that, Ashton, I'm going through my rock bottom. What can I do? And even if I tell them to do something, they'll say, no, actually, I don't want to do anything. Like if you don't do anything, how can you get out of the rock bottom? So you need to take action and you need to find how to take that action. Either it is motivation, either somebody pushes you or you just say, no, it has to become part of my routine. It has to become a small habit. You start off by just rolling your yoga mat out and sitting on it. Even that is a start. Just watch, just show up. Exactly. Just show up, just show up and it makes such a big difference. And that is a fantastic way of getting out of uh, these rock bottoms. So, you know, Marika, like we were saying, both of us shared this experience, right? Going through something like this, coming out using fitness. And I think it's a brilliant way of talking about it. And I'm so happy that you shared this with people because it's the first time we've spoken about fitness as a way of getting out of our rock bottom or exercise as a way of getting out of our rock bottom. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. Uh, Marika, anything else that you wanted to talk about with regards to rock bottoms that we didn't cover? Yeah, you know, if I could just add something about rock bottom, which mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily have to do with exercise or or habit. Uh, but I think one of the things that I will never forget mm-hmm. is when I finally, when that two week period was over and I moved on um, and I was I was about to get married again. Uh, And my father came to me and said, I just want you to know that I know you're feeling even more pressure now because you failed once and you may fail again and it's okay. Mm -hmm. So don't feel like just because you've gone through this rock bottom and you failed once that you can't fail again. That's really important. Like some people think, okay, if I can just get out of this, if I can just get out of this, I'll never have to deal with this again. But this is especially applicable right now, right? We're going through a once in a century global pandemic. You know, people are thinking if we can just either get well or get, you know, financially in a a better place or get emotionally in a better place. um, If we just get out of this slump, we'll never have to face this again. I mean, hopefully not, but there may be something else. And if we fail again, and if we hit rock rock bottom again, it's okay. And I think that's Mm. really important as you're trying to get your way out of rock bottom is just to know that it's not a foreign place to anybody. And it's not a place that you may not visit again, at least just thank your stars. You've you've been through it and hopefully you've gone through it and gotten through the other side. Uh, But it's, it's a place that all of us are familiar with and it's not necessarily the end of the road to end up there again. Lovely. Come out of the other side stronger as it is. Exactly. Absolutely. Superb. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. Malika, how can people get in touch with you? So uh, we'd love for people to come visit us on our Instagram page, Physique mm-hmm. 57 India. We have lots of exciting things happening in 2021. Uh, so stay tuned for those. Uh, also, you can visit us on our website, www.physique57india.com and uh, sign up for a complimentary trial on us or a couple and see how it goes. We'd love to see you. We'd love to answer your questions and we'll have somebody from our client success team reach out 
you know, as soon as you guys get in touch, we're, uh, we're in touch with you. So. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the Habit Coach podcast. It was fantastic talking to you. And, and there's so many interesting ideas that we just spoke about with regards to our rock bottoms. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Ashleen. This is a lovely first experience. Maybe, maybe hopefully not the last, but uh, it was lovely, lovely chatting with you. So Yay, to many more podcasts for you. <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM Podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Ashtin Doc on Twitter and Instagram. You can find lots more information on my website, awesome180.com or check out different content on my YouTube channel called A-W-E-S-O-M-E 180. That's Awesome 180.